Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. Vanessa Denha Garmo here. The University of Michigan School of Nursing invited Brigadier General Carol Ann Fasson as the keynote speaker for its 2023 Spring Commencement Ceremony, which took place on Saturday, April 29th at Hill Auditorium. General Fasson graduated from the University of Michigan School of Nursing in 1975. In 1977, she received her commission in the United States Air Force as a medical officer. She served on active duty in various nursing positions and in the late 1981 transferred to the Michigan Air National Guard. She established the Veteran Advocate LLC, which is a service-disabled veteran-owned small business, and then assists veterans with health care, housing, and educational challenges through um, the veteran-owned, um, I'm, I'm sorry, through the Legal Help for Veterans, and to help veterans obtain health and disability benefits. Please welcome Brigadier General Carol Ann Fasson. How are you, Carol Ann? Oh, Vanessa, thank you very much for that intro. You've I'm doing done great. so much since retirement. It's a, you're so passionate about veterans. So I want to get into veterans, but I want to first talk about what was it like to go back to U of M and be the keynote speaker at the commencements? Uh, you know, when the dean called me, um, I believe it was the end of February, and I have a great relationship with Dean Patty Hearn and Patricia Hearn, and um, I, I kind of said to her, uh, uh, Dean, do you know what you're asking? And, <laughs> you know, um, make sure she didn't dial the wrong number, but um, uh, the, when Dean... Um, Patty came, um, she asked me to be the chair of a blue ribbon veterans panel. And they hadn't had what are we looking back, um, a panel of a veterans panel to explore opportunities to enhance um, the health care or nursing care for our veterans. And since then, um, we came up with recommendations, working better with the VA. And um, during the uh, the pre, when you're when you're sitting around in the crowd talking to the instructors, one of the things that came about, I now think it was 18 months ago, is one of the professors, Michelle Eversall, and um, the secondary um, professor, Deb Lee. Um, were given a grant if they had a veteran to sponsor it. And um, I believe our grant was $125,000 to do um, videos on taking care of veterans in the different areas like um, behavioral health, orthopedics, um, just entry exams when they're coming in, um, talking to them about their different entities and to recognize our veterans. And they are special and they deserve special care. And so, um, you know, it's been almost like a 360 for me, um, Vanessa. As I stood up there, I thought of my graduation, which it will be 48 years on May 3rd wow. that I graduated from the University of Michigan. And where my path has led me, um, 
you know, helping our veterans, serving my country for 36 years. And, and yes, I, I'm going to go to my grave helping our veterans. Yeah. I, I want to get into that with you because you've taught me a lot in the short time. I've known you, I've known you for a little while now, but I've learned so much from you about what our veterans go through. And, you know, honestly, they're near and dear to my heart. If we can't treat the people who put their lives on the line for our country, for our freedom, then we failed, in my opinion, as a country. So, well, I'm going to get into that with you, but I want to first ask you, what was your overall message to the graduates when you uh, spoke to them? Um, you know, I talked about the challenges, um, the healthcare arena, and one of the, um, I guess, the initiatives that Dean Patty um uh, put in place or implemented was in 2020 as um, her her vision and her insight is unbelievable. Even before COVID, she was talking about the slogan or the vision for nursing um, at Michigan, and they came up with the term, we dare, D-A-R-E. And so some of my talk focused around that, what dare means, taking risks, looking at challenges, um, you know, speaking out and doing the right thing. And it led back during my presentation to the values that have been infused in me from the United States Air Force, integrity, service before self, in excellence in all you do. And mm -hmm. that's what our nursing profession does. And mm -hmm. then for these graduates to go through COVID, this is a unique breed of nurses. Um, the fact that they were on, and I believe nursing is the first line of defense, um, taking care of our patients. You know, who was there when family couldn't come in and communicating with our patients? It was the nurse, whether it was through the iPads, the computers, the telephone, the nurses tried to make the best of, of, of a very challenging situation. And so um, my hats are off. And, and that was the message, the leadership, um, continuing to be prepared, um, properly trained, and get a great balance in your life, being true to yourself, um, and, you know, taking care of the people that surround you, the team, put a good team together, um, be a mentor and find a mentor. So I called it the pearls of Fasson or the principles um, that I do try to walk the talk. Um, and uh, I want to be challenged if I'm not doing that. So I think, Vanessa, that was a part of my message to them. You know, you make a really good point, uh, Caroline. I didn't think about yeah, the, these students went through COVID. So they went through something no nursing program probably went through before in the last, you know, uh, several decades or nothing like this, not a pandemic we've any, any of us have ever experienced. And, you know, I, well, I just know from my personal experience too, dealing with nurses, they're amazing because my grandfather died during COVID and we were able to pray with him because the nurse 
you know, FaceTimed us, you know what I mean? Yes. And, yes. um, and, and so we couldn't go into the hospital, you know, to visit him. And, um, and so because thank God for those nurses that were so doing, going way beyond the call of duty to comfort parents and, and family members and relatives. And then 20 some years ago when my dad was dying, and this is long before COVID, you know, those nurses till today, I remember those nurses. Yes. They yes. were amazing. Nurse Connie. I'll never forget Nurse Connie. And that was 21 years ago. And she was so incredible. My sisters and I, I'll tell you, Caroline, real, real quick. We didn't cry. You know, we were so overwhelmed. We knew my dad was dying. We didn't break down crying until we saw Nurse Connie walk into the funeral. Right. Because she meant so much to us and how yes. well she took care. I'm going to cry because she was so good to my dad that yep. that meant so much to us as a family. So sometimes nurses, what they do, I don't think people realize, you know, how much they mean to the, the whole family. Well, you know, your story, and I'm sorry you lost your grandpa during COVID and your dad, trust me, my dad's a veteran. Oh, my, we lost my dad. Um, mm -hmm. It will be 10 years ago, mm -hmm. um, come around Christmas. And um, the interesting thing is we just recently um, had a case up at the court, the highest level, and um, I'm not going to give you any names, but uh -huh. it was um, the nurse's husband, who's a veteran, and I met that nurse when she took care of my mom and my dad. And um, when I came back to visit my dad, my dad being the proud dad that he was, this is my Tootsie. This is my Carolina. <laughs> she's, she's a veteran and she helps people. And, and, and this, the nurses, nurse B, her, her husband's a veteran and he's having trouble. Tootsie, you got to go see if you could help. And they did become a client and we've helped them. And so the reach Vanessa is unbelievable. Yeah. Let's talk about the work you do today. You're retired from the from from the military, from the armed yes. services, but yes. you're still very active in working with yes. veterans. So tell us about the work you do today with the legal help and everything else. Well, I, I started the little business that I started um, um, alongside of Legal Help for Veterans is the Veteran Advocate. And people will call me. I will help and um, do... Um, the initial screening for um, are are there are we eligible for benefits? Yes, you are. Um, and then to get into the system of legal help for veterans. But I'm also out there, Vanessa, helping as you said in the intro, um, helping people with housing and you know female veterans that that increasing population of being homeless uh, because they have children and trying to get them a placement or helping somebody get their education benefits. Or more importantly, lately, um, it's been getting them into the VHA, the, the, the healthcare arm of the VA to get them into, um, whether it's a VA medical center or a clinic nearby their house. Um, so, you know, it goes on and on or including burial benefits uh, because the VA has, you know, um, I'm going to say three silos because sometimes 
the silos don't talk to each other. So you got the VBA side, the benefit side, and then you got the VHA side, which is the hospital, the healthcare, and then you've got the National Cemetery, which is mm. phenomenal. Um, and, and the reason I bring that up is um, somebody came to me, I remember exactly, it was June 22nd of 22, and it was a granddaughter. And um, she said, the VA is not honoring my grandpa. And I said, what can I do to help? And she said, you know, we have emailed them. We have tried to get a medallion. We've tried to get a headstone. He's in a private cemetery. And they say he's not eligible. And I said, well, he's a World War II veteran. He served our country um, very honorably, awards. And he can't get a medallion on his tombstone. Well, after many, many months, I got a call two days ago. They are they received the medallion from the VA. And I won't tell you what I went through to get there. And he will have it on his stone to be recognized for Memorial Day. Oh, this Memorial Day? This Memorial Day. Oh, that's a good story, uh, Carolyn. That's a great story. God bless you for that work. Why do you think it's so challenging? Why do you think she has to go through that? You know, like, I don't know. I, I just think, you know, I love this country. Thank God for our freedoms. But I just don't think it should be that difficult for our veterans. No, it, it, it really shouldn't be. And, you know, the rules, well, he's not entitled to anything because they didn't apply um, within two years of his death, which was, um, I believe, um, let's say in the early 2000s. But that's not true, Vanessa. They did write in. They did, you know, try to do the system properly. And um, paperwork gets lost. I know it's overwhelming with the people that are coming in. Um, but you know what? they served our country. They didn't ask for how much they're going to get paid. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what does this mean? They rose their hand, took an oath um, blindly to protect this great country. And, um, you know, sometimes I feel like we are such a minority. And I'm going to use that word because less than 1% of our country served um, and have served. Um, when you think of our massive population of the United States, and and that's you know kind of a frightening number. Yeah, and they're struggling today to get people to serve. Why do you think that is, Carol Ann? Why do you think that we're having a difficult time attracting people to the military today in the United States? Um, you know, I think there's a combination. Uh, com combination, um, you know, they see the threat, um, you know, they're, every day you turn on the, the news and, you know, there's another area of our world um, that is struggling. And, um, you know, I just think it's difficult. I think back, Vanessa, the day that I said I was going um, into the Air Force, my mom cried. Uh, my mom did not want to talk to me. Um, wow. It, it, you know, I'm the oldest um, daughter and, um, 
you know, is there a risk? Absolutely. Um, and, but I, I wanted to serve my country. You know, my grandpa served, my dad served for a period of time. Um, look in our family now, my husband, Jim served, um, his dad, um, was a submariner. Um, and so dad was in, dad Fasson was in the Navy. And so, um, I, I just, I just had this need and maybe it was a little easier for me, Vanessa, because I was a nurse and yeah. I was able to do nursing. Um, yeah. I'm still able, you know, yeah. on the periphery to do nursing. Um, yeah. but I, I just feel like there's such a need and, let me just seg a little bit. Last night, um, the fourth Sunday um, of every month, we have Veterans Radio. And Veteran Radio comes on every Sunday night at 5 o'clock. But in the fourth segment, it's called Benefits Night. And I'm mm -hmm. one of the individuals on the panel. Mm -hmm. And last night, I, I got to come uh, to speak to the, to the audience um, um, previous Attorney General Mike Cox, who oh, yeah. is real involved right now with the Camp Lejeune. Mike is himself a Marine, and um, he's out there handling the class action lawsuits, doing a phenomenal job. And um, he, I was talking with him to give, and we give this information out all the time. You could get a disability benefit working through Legal Help for Veterans, um, and you could do the class action lawsuit um, if your family and the veteran was injured while you were at Camp Lejeune from 1953 through 1987. And that's a huge message, Vanessa. And a lot of people, do not uh, know no. what benefits they're, you know, um, missing afforded. out on. Yeah, what yes. they're missing out on. You know, um, how do you listen to Veterans Radio? Um, you could go to, um, I think it's 1600 AM, mm -hmm. and you could pick it up, and there is a link around the country um, that you could get into. Um, just Google Veterans Radio, and there's a little microphone that you could click on. Okay, good. That's good to know. Google it. That's great. What was it like, Carolyn, to actually be a medical officer? You know, as a nurse, like what was it like that experience? Can you kind of give us an overview? Sure. Um, you know, I I think nursing is the greatest profession, and to go out on a deployment and know that your mission is to make sure that the troops are, are taken care of. Um, and even before, um, Vanessa, we would go out on, um, on a deployment, um, we would make sure we did pre-deployment stuff, I'll call it that way. For instance, if you were going into an area, um, a high altitude, um, then we needed to prepare our troops for, you know, eating and drinking and being physically fit. Um, so you didn't have mountain sickness or um, depending on the area you were going into, what did you need to counteract in the environment? Um, so there was a lot of things just not to say, oh, we're going to Honduras or we're going to Korea. Um, you know, you needed to be prepared for what the mission was called for. You needed to be prepared for 
what you were being asked to do. Um, and the greatest reward to help somebody. I mean, I could walk um, on different bases and things and somebody would go, oh, that was, as you said about your dad. Um, yeah. Oh, there's our nurse, you know? Of course, you know, they would, they would get in trouble if we're military and you're calling somebody by their first name, but you know, like, Hey, Lieutenant Carol Ann or, yeah, you know, yeah. Captain. Um, yeah. But it, I mean, it's always rewarding to help your patients and their family. We're talking with Brigadier General Carol Ann Fassone here on It's Your Community. She was just the keynote speaker at the commencements uh, back in April 29th at Hill Auditorium for the University of Michigan School of Nursing, which is really exciting because that's where she graduated from. And she does so much work with veterans today. Uh, Carolyn, what are the biggest challenges that veterans face today? Um, I, to be honest, I really think knowing where to go, the resourcing, um, whether it's to get in through the VA health system, or if you or your family in the Camp Lejeune um, benefit, because that's one of the only benefits that um, your spouse, um, second generation could get benefits for, they realized how bad that issue was. Um, in the lawsuit, but not in the disability area. In the disability area, it's still just the veteran. Um, I, I think the biggest challenge is going after it or keeping hope, um, Vanessa, because some of these could go on um, and we've kept a lot of the claims open and you have to touch them and make um, I, I, I don't want to say make a phone call um, to keep a claim open. You've got to make sure you're touching it, making the VA know that this case is still open because the minute you close it, then the veteran and or their family, should the veteran die and you substitute the widow, um, you're starting all over again. So I, I say it's the biggest challenge to keep believing that you're, you know, you've got somebody working for you and that you don't do this by yourself. Um, I firmly believe whether it's legal help for veterans or a county counselor or a veteran service organization, that you go to somebody that has the experience of um. It, it, you know, developing the claim. Right. Uh, what else do you want people to know? Like if people are listening, how can they reach you, Carol Ann, to find out more if they have a family member who's a veteran, they themselves are a veteran? What, how can they reach you to get some help? Maybe they need some direction. Um, call me at Legal Help for Veterans and it's a toll-free number, 1-800-693-4800. Four eight zero zero, and you know I'm there. The staff is there. Um, you know another beautiful thing that I've done, Vanessa, and there's no charge for this either. I've helped veterans and their family um, obtain Purple Hearts. I just helped with the Distinguished Cross, Flying Cross, um, you know, and different awards that um, maybe the veteran did not get while they were on active duty and servicing. Um, and 
they want to leave that as their legacy. So I'm I'm out there helping also um, get that accomplished. That's wonderful. What else do you want to share with our listeners, Carol Ann, before we let you go here in Edge Community? Um, all I want to say is thank you so much to our veteran world and your families. Um, you really have sacrificed. You've given your all for our country. And, you know, we wouldn't be where we were, Vanessa, if it weren't for these young men and women that stepped up and, um, you know, fought for our country. And, and so I can't thank them enough. Um, and I will continue to fight for them. The other big thing I would say is if you're struggling and you're trying to do it by yourself or you have somebody, call your Congress, um, your Congress representative, whether it's Congresswoman, Congressman in your district, because that is the first opportunity to get you know, these monies released for some of these issues like Camp Lejeune, the PACT Act just has just come open um, in August of this year, of August of 22. Um, that is huge. The burn pit issue, um, you know, protect our young men and women um, out there um, by going and speaking to Congress and getting some of these uh, medical issues approved so that they could get their benefits. One more question, Brigadier General Carol Ann Fasson. If people are listening and they're contemplating whether to uh, join an armed forces, one of our armed forces in the military, what would you say to them? I, I would say, God bless you. I I really hope everybody considers doing it. Um, it, it will be an opportunity of a lifetime. Um, and you, you don't have to do 36 years. You could do two years, four years. Um, but I really believe it will change your life. And those that got out, let's say before the 20, I, I've had many people come back to me and say, I wish I would have stuck it out. Um, mm. you, you've got a great opportunity for learning. You've got a great opportunity um, to serve your country. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're going to General Carol, Al Carol Ann Fasson here on It's Your Community. Thanks for being with us today. Oh, you're very welcome, Vanessa. Thank you for this opportunity to um to talk about our veterans. Oh, my pleasure. They're near and dear to my heart. I, I love the freedoms of this country and I thank them for their service. Any questions or comments, show topics you want us to get to, get to me, Vanessa Denha. You do that by going to Epiphany Communications and Coaching or find me on any of my social media platforms, Vanessa Denha Garmo on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook. As always, we remind you to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time here on It's Your Community. It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.